Welcome back, good people, for another edition of Kingly Conversations, my people. Hey, listen, we appreciate everybody listening in around the world because we actually do have global listeners. I know last episode I mentioned we wanted to get more global, but we do actually have listeners in other countries. Uh, I don't necessarily know who they are, but I'm a, I appreciate you nonetheless. So as always, you can find us anywhere that you're going to search a podcast. You can, I would name them all, but we're pretty much everywhere. So if you, whatever application or platform you enjoy listening to podcasts on just search kingly conversations and we are going to show up in your local listings yeah right so as i am every week man i am alan whosoever also known as alfonso twine ask me about my podcast man <laughs> Absolutely outrageous. <laughs> All right, go ahead. It's Mr. C Hill. <laughs> Look. Uh what did that kid what you get that from? Who's in that apple? Y'all. It came from that came from <laughs> Pastor Bernie. Got that from y'all. <laughs> y'all brought that up. I ain't never let that thing go. <laughs> It came from Iraq. So for y'all that don't know, it came from Iraq. It really was me. Because I thought it was ridiculous that people would actually say whosoever instead of whosoever. So it uh it has apparently turned into a thing. And uh Oh wait, I'm sorry. All right, let's focus, man. Let's focus. Whosoever. Whosoever. <laughs> I have no idea why that was the way this particular church person oh, said it. But either way, it's you good, now man. have more ammunition for when people say foolishness and you say, who's an ever? Who's an ever will? Who's an ever? Let them come. Come on. <laughs> come on, man. So, you know, Golly. like I keep telling y'all, like nobody's going to have more enjoyment out of the podcast than we will. So uh, you can try. Please oh try. Try to enjoy it as much as we do. Oh try it. God. Give it a shot. Mm-hmm. I dare you. Calvin, what you got, man? What, this ain't what, me. Why we here? This ain't me. Involve your emotion. This ain't me. You sure? I'm the wrong one for this one. Because well, who wrote it down? Because it looks like C who Hill. Raised you? Twelve twenty three twenty one. All right. Well, the question is, have you evolved in your emotion? The answer is for Calvin is no. Well, if you consider no, yes. Paul's traumatic effect, kind of. Yes, maybe. Yes, but no. Yeah, because I, I, I I'm 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 not it's a callous, like cold hearted, but a lot of stuff does not affect me the same way anymore. So you got three in a possible, almost <laughs> three in a shot. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like something. Okay, to me, something's just not important. And when it comes to my emotions, um, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty mild man now. Have a temperance about me. Mm-hmm. I'm not like hot headed. Um, I can deal with the issues. I can express what I'm feeling. So, 
Um, as far as it evolving or changing, and it's not for the fear of vulnerability either. It's not like I'm scared to be vulnerable. I'm I'm vulnerable with the people I'm I'm comfortable with. I don't feel like you should be vulnerable with any and everybody, I especially agree. with people who have no. Who don't add value to your life or your relationship. You shouldn't be vulnerable to them. Because some people take your vulnerability and they use it against you. It's just a thing. They use you for what you got? Well, not just that. They try to... <laughs> no, some people actually just want to inflict emotional damage because that's who they are. Emotional damage. Emotional damage. I wish I had that sound bite. Um, but yeah, that's... For me, in a way, my emotions have evolved. But in a way, they're... They have it. Gotcha. Uh, there was a book that I read not too long. Well, actually, about a year, two years ago, maybe. It, it was uh, Emotional Intelligence. I think it was 2.0 oh, yeah, yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that helped me understand a lot about e- just emotions in general. Because for me, when I in my younger days, in my youth, <laughs> move on on. Um, <clears throat> I thought that me turning off, because for me, being able to turn off my emotions was smart. It was intelligent. However.com, right. the books helped me understand that that's not how it's supposed to work. I'm supposed to be able to still have my emotions on and deal with whatever that would normally have me shut down. Mm-hmm. So I would say, to answer your question personally, have I evolved emotionally? I would say 100%. I would definitely say 100% because um, it helped me deal, even even with dealing with people that I don't really necessarily like being around Mm -hmm. because I'm very big on protecting my energy. Um, I can emotionally be good and I don't have to be uh spiteful, angry, right. uh just shut off from the world because that growth, because of that growth. Um and also the book also <clears throat> excuse me touched on how if someone can emotionally turn like make you emotionally shut down, they they have that power over you. Mm-hmm. In a sense, because not only did they just changed you, right? Because of your because of my emotion, my lack of emotional intelligence. So now that I have a better understanding, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You can't affect me emotionally, and I'm not going to turn my emotions off because I don't like you. I don't like your energy, or you did something spiteful or, or mean or. Something that to hurt me, right? I'm good. So <clears throat> I just wanted to answer that question and mention that book as well. You might want to get it uh, if you haven't read it. Um, I'm talking to you, Calvin, and also to the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> and also to Which, the listeners, man, what, it's a good read. Say the name of it again, by Emotional Intelligence 2.0. Yes, yeah. Look it up. It's a good book. It's a really good book. Good deal. Alan, have you grown emotionally? <laughs> have you evolved? I mean, I would, I would say that. Uh, what? Oh, oh, dad, that's you. Oh, bro, that, you didn't hear your phone ringing. I, I slapped it. 
<laughs> I guess you didn't. You, you, I guess you didn't hit the right slap. But anyway, so um, I would I would say that yes, I have. I mean, but I've in some respects, I kind of had to uh, continuously grow my emotions. So when I was a when I was a kid, right, <clears throat> I was uh, I'll say easily angered. Mm. Right, I like it. Um, and like maybe like some of the listeners, right, I would get upset. And my immediate impulse was like, if I, so if I bumped into a cabinet, for an example, my immediate impulse was to try to break the cabinet <laughs> because, you know, that All it, the furniture it hurt. Up. And my immediate response was hurt, hurt back. Um, you know, All right, Hulk. you know, that was, but that was, but that was it. That was everything. You know, it was always the case, but I had to learn. And one of the, some of that started when I was younger because my mother, you know, saw that. And knew that, and and you know sometimes we we whether it's true or not we have said you know some of these things are generational, and so she was like oh he has that Williams temper, hmm. and so I had to work on it even from a young age because you can't be one of you can't be running around here breaking breaking up your parents' house you just can't you yeah, know that's you, true. you, you, you might, break you break their house you get you you get you get your cheeks broke yes sir so depending on which household you were depending on which household you're in otherwise you might you might be doing some other stuff but. Um, so I did. So I had to start early, trying to learn to temper my emotions and right. to educate them. Um, and then uh, somewhere around in my early twenties, you know, I heard Jim Rohn, who's one of my favorite mentors. He, you know, he said that, you know, at at some point we expect your emotions to be well educated, meaning that it's okay to have something happen, fall down in the store, and throw a tantrum at three, but not thirty three. But there are a lot of people still functioning with the same emotions at 33 that they had when they were three. And they've never actually, they grew up, but their emotions never grew up with them. Mm. Um, and I think some of that is because it's never, if, if it never, if your emotions didn't have a negative impact that you could see, then again, you don't have a reason to change them. Right. Like I could see easily as a child, you know, you can't go around breaking everything you own because then you don't own anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't. That's not that's not a good idea. Or you're going to be broke because you got to replace everything. Or you're going to be broke because you got to replace everything. And and then over time, it turned into, OK, well, I should be a good. The things that I've been blessed with, I should be a good steward of those things. So why would I then destroy the, the very things that I was blessed to have? Right. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I certainly have changed my emotions. Now my, I mean, my, obviously my core person probably, uh, is more polished. I would say, I don't know that. I mean, because the things that make me upset are still the same things that make me upset, but it's not the same level of upset. How you respond to those things. Yeah, you how don't respond react to it. is not so, going to be the same. So what are the, some of the, just to help me out. And I'm asking this to myself, like, what are some of the things that upset you? Ignorance, unruly children. Like that, that's, I, that's rooted though. In in rooted. in in, uh, in, the, in those one hundred one wisdom keys, there was one that when I even as a young person I uh, spoke to, it said the problem that infuriates you the most is the problem that you were designed to solve, and the thing that infuriates me the most, and I don't know why, is dumb for the sake of dumb. <laughs> like, like dumb it. without the intention of even being like without uh -huh. the intention of even being better like i'm dumb and i'm okay with it 
Uh, that like, and but but not not only that, as Martin Luther King would say, not only that, but loud and wrong. Mm. Like you don't even you don't even know you have like this unconscious incompetence. Like you don't even know that you don't know, and you have no desire to know that you don't know. That is the thing that makes my blood boil. <laughs> I am so sincere. Mm-hmm. It makes my blood the sad, boil. The sad I can hear it. <laughs> because I'm just like, my thing is, it's okay to not know. Everybody yeah. doesn't know but, something at some but point. Wanna but want to know. But 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 you should want know. to be like to me. You should just want to be better and to want and to not want to be to know you don't know and be like, I'm cool with not knowing. Yeah, I'm all right with. Anyway, yeah. Back to the topic. I digress. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> <laughs> But no, no, I don't digress. Because let me tell you, let me tell you why I don't digress. Because, like, you know, there's this whole saying of uh, uh, ignorance is bliss. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm like, ignorance is bliss only because you don't know. Like, you don't know that these things that you are doing are detrimental to you and your family. You don't know that these things that you are doing or the things that you don't know. I mean, because think about it, like if 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 you if you you thought you got a good deal because you bought a car at twenty two percent interest. No, you didn't. That's oh. that was horrible. But if you don't know, if you don't know, twenty two percent interest ain't normal. Isn't normal for you it know those people that want me to speak properly. But if you didn't know it ain't normal, then you just keep going through life living hard, okay, unnecessarily. Anyway, All right. yeah. so I, do, I digress. <laughs> now I will so, digress. So. So talk, talk about emotionally <laughs> evolving emotional emotionally. damage. <laughs> so do you think some people refuse to change in their emotions because of fear of vulnerability? I think is is more than just vulnerability. I think is people being comfortable mm-hmm. uh, stewing in the in, in all that emotional damage. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think. Well, that I, I would say that has to be a that's definitely a part of it, but it's not the whole thing. Okay. I will say in my growth, I've learned that being vulnerable is okay. I don't care who it is. That's why I'm I I'm very truthful and very honest with people. I don't I don't shade under. I don't do any of the the. Then uh, yeah, that's not where everybody. That's with some people. Know. Yeah, just some people, yeah, not some everybody. People. But for me. <clears throat> being that I, I did educate myself emotionally, I, I'm 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 okay with being vulnerable because I can handle it now mm-hmm. emotionally. Mm-hmm. But also, it, it could be fear, um, just in general of of not being liked or being seen a certain way. The perception of others may may stop them from emotionally evolving, um, or they can be. Like I said, comfortable in it. Like they, they're used to it. People are are afraid of change, and that that's one of the instances where that shows. Mm. <clears throat> so there's a lot of different variables. I, it just depends on the person. I like to hear from these listeners out here, man. That's what I want to hear because I'm very interested in, like, being that I went through it. Yep. It it intrigues me to understand. Like I I know how I used to think. So I would like perspectives of others and how how they think in that in that. So you think going going to a therapist helps with your emotional 
evolving and changing and the way I, you process? I would say yes. I had a com- I'm glad you said that. I had a conversation. I, I just <clears throat> um, came back from uh, Jacksonville, Florida, and there was a young man that he he was just and he was unique to me. He wasn't like a normal. He you know what I'm saying he's not like the normal. Uh, the normalcy is that you, mm-hmm. so you could just tell he was different the way he talked and, and how he carried himself. So we got into a conversation and he had a ring on and I was like, you married? He was like, no, this is a promise ring. I was like, oh, okay. All right. For my ex-girlfriend. I was like, your ex-girlfriend? And he has a new girlfriend, but he still wears a promise ring from his ex-girlfriend. And I asked him why he was like, because she was the only person that understood me. Like it was his first uh, love, I, I guess you would say his his first love, and he couldn't let it go because emotionally he was still attached to that feeling mm-hmm. that she mm-hmm. gave him. Mm-hmm. He said, "Yeah, I tried to get rid of it a few times, man, but it just it drove me crazy. So I just kept it." My precious. <clears throat> and his girlfriend is aware of that, and she's understanding, which is amazing to me, which mm. is cool. Ah, uh, yeah. But uh, we further, we got into a deeper conversation. And because, no, you know, to me, that, that struck as emotional. Damn me. I'm going to have to find this out. So, so I asked him, yo, have you thought about therapy? And he told me that therapy, he basically shunned therapy because he felt as if it ain't going to do nothing for me. And um, I, I think therapy... Speaking of therapy, I think therapy is good. Yeah, especially if you can't change, mm-hmm. if you don't have an outside influence to help you change a certain result. If you're thinking you you're getting a certain result and you're not actually getting it, mm-hmm. then you need that outside yes. therapy. We wrapped up the conversation, mm-hmm. and I kept probing for question. I kept just questioning him about different things. So he finally admitted. That he was not ready for therapy versus therapy not being good and it, it ain't going to work X, Y, Z. The end of the conversation, the conclusion was that he wasn't ready for therapy just yet. So I don't want to get into the details, but I'll just leave it right there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I hope he does one day get it. He's young. So like, when, like, when, 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 okay, so here. And I'm not saying there's an actual problem with therapy. But here's the only problem I see a lot of times with therapy is there's two types of people that are going to go to therapy. One is somebody where somebody that you trust tells you, hey, hey, you need to go to therapy. Which those people are not the ones that have self-realized mm-hmm. yet. Calvin, you need to go to therapy. All right, what would you say? And then the second one is the one that has self-realized and says, you know what? You know, I can't, I, I don't know what's going on. I can't, whatever. And I need to go to therapy. I need to talk it out with somebody. Um, and sometimes that person, but because like even in his case, like you know, when people say, you know, they're not ready, it's like, well, when would you think you'd be ready? And my hope, my hope is that they're ready before it's too late to be ready. Mm-hmm. And that's always my concern. It's like, when, cause it's like when people say they, they got, they're not ready to do anything. Well, like when would you actually be ready? Cause I, from, for everything in your life that has come up, you weren't ready for it at the time. And you kind of, you got ready in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I don't, so I just, I always hope that people like just do it when you're not ready. My question is, or, or to your comment statement, I've heard it only twice. And it was in a similar manner, jokingly, but not jokingly. Okay. My question Calvin, is Calvin, get always, therapy. Now you heard it three times. Go ahead. Right. But my, my thing is always, okay, why do y'all say that? One. Okay. But then two, for me, what is the result that I'm looking for by going to therapy? Because what I don't see at the end of the tunnel is what am I looking for in therapy that's going to change or give me what I'm either want or need? That's my dilemma. Okay. You feel accomplished, don't you? you feel no, no, no. I just expressed oh, that right. That's okay, what I'm that's like. Okay, yeah, okay. I just expressed it clearly. I did yeah. something. Look at me. I'm just, I'm just giving y'all <laughs> because I'm giving y'all one because I feel like I'm. I'm not speaking for everybody out there that don't go to therapy, mm-hmm. but for some of the people that don't go, yeah, they can't see. Okay, what is the end, end result of me going? Yeah, that I'm going to get to change. What I don't have Or help me get What I don't have Because when people Tell me to go to therapy My Automatically I say For what What is going to get me Well see and that, what, is, what is it going to change So I can change in my life So I can get the result I'm looking for Because if My thing is If I'm not getting the result I'm looking for I do need an outside influence To help me get the result but what is the result I'm looking for? And that's where people are not answering for me when they tell me to go to therapy. Well, the because you got to understand what I'm looking for. The, mm-hmm. the problem is nobody can tell you what the result will be for you. So, like, when we went to, when, when we went to therapy, and we didn't even need to know that, we didn't even know really that we needed to go to therapy, but we were like, I th- we, th- we thought we figured we needed to go to therapy and talk to somebody, and then come to find out that some issues and challenges we were having were, were really all health-related. But if we hadn't gone to therapy, mm-hmm. we wouldn't even know that. And we wouldn't even. So the problem, I think, is most people don't think that there is an issue until you talk to somebody and like, oh, wait, that's that's, that's not an normal. Right. Right. But if they never talk to anybody to find out that that thing, whatever that thing is, isn't normal or isn't uh, even not even normal because normal is, you know. If it's something biologic, there are normal seasons biologic. But if it's emotional, that can be a very gray area. Um but if it's something that's that I should be doing better or I should be able mm-hmm. to do better. Mm-hmm. But the problem is if, if nobody talks to somebody, mm-hmm. then they don't know. It's, it's, it's another it's, it's one of it's another one of those blind spots that I always talk about because you can't see yourself. So you have no idea what you're going to get out of it until you go. And the answer could be nothing. But the answer could be a whole new awakening. Mm-hmm. And but you don't unless you go. You have no idea because there are some people that realize, hey, you know what? I know I've got some issues. I know I've got some things that are going on. I know I've got some things that I need to talk to somebody about, but I'm not ready like the guy with the ring. Um, and then there are other people that are like, what problems? I don't see no problems. Right. And so I would still say like I, I, and I would tell people, especially if they have a, a job that has like an employee assistance program. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say because those are all therapists. Generally licensed therapist, you get at least one free session, and you can so somebody could go and be like, "Look, I don't even know what I need to talk about, but you know, people keep saying I need to talk to somebody, so let me right. t- let me let me let me get my free session because it's a free session. It's not not your pocket. Nothing, <laughs> it's I, you know, free. It's free, you know, right? So, and then 
get and then just find out because they're going to talk through a bunch of different things. And maybe again, like I said, is that people. So and it's not in this one, but I think sometimes people don't even realize the amount of damage they hold on to until they go and talk to somebody else. They don't even they don't even know at all. They just they're assuming that no, I'm good. I'm all right. I'm good. I mean, even me, I'm like, you know, most of the time I'm like, yeah, I'm good. But then every every, every now and then I'm like, you know, I need to, I should probably go talk to somebody. I should probably go talk to somebody and seek some wise counsel. I, I would like to say this. Um, the fear of vulnerability. Um, I think this was written down for a reason. Uh, some people don't like to be vulnerable or feel as if they're vulnerable. So if talking to someone gets them to a state of feeling vulnerable, they're not going they're not going to touch it. So it's going to take courage yep to to do so. To it it takes a lot of courage to evolve because what you're doing is you're you're looking in the mirror and the mirror is pointing out Things about yourself that you may not know because it's deeply rooted. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. um, that's for a person that says, I don't, what's the end result? Or I don't see how it's going to help me. You, like Alan said, you're not going to know because it's so, it, it's going to be so deep inside of you that you've been living with it and you've adjusted. So how would you know there was something wrong? Because right. you've conformed around this emotional damage. So just in general speaking. Right, right, no, no, no. But that to me is is where I am. I'll yeah. try it. I'm going to try one. Just one. Just, just because. Well, for other reasons, but just because. <laughs> my, I'm going in there to tell that licensed <laughs> psychologist that she don't know what she's no, talking about. No, no, I you gonna go in there with a you gonna go in no. there with a fighting mentality? I know no, you are. No, 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 I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna go open, open, open book. Right. Because yeah, because to, be to me, yeah, I am. Because to me, one. I don't. I don't have. I feel like it's not me trying to hide stuff or not trying to deal with stuff. I'm honestly speaking I'm right there. I'm just <laughs> I listening. Like, I feel like it's a conversation that I'm ready to have. Now, to me, I don't feel like I. You don't just broadcast all your stuff. You don't put all your stuff out there for the public. But for me, I feel like okay. <laughs> That's the difference of opinion, but I'm listening. No, you shouldn't. To me, you shouldn't tell everybody your everything. Because again, people use. So you're some, not ready for a counselor. No, I am. I should, I'm saying a therapy. A therapy. I'm, I'm talking about open public, open to any uh, everybody. That's okay. what I'm always. saying. So you would be open, yeah, to the, yeah, to a licensed therapist. Yeah, that ain't open. Ain't I'm gonna nothing. do it. All right, cool. I'm gonna do it, and then I'm gonna tell you about it. Because to me, I'm like I said. If I feel like it's okay, it's it's going here. You're gonna help me, and you know getting what? a result. That's the difference. You shouldn't just give people information about your life for nothing, and that's what a lot of people do. Now, especially in the, in the military environment, they want to tell you, "Oh, I got abused at this age, and I was." In. Hey, that's not. You don't just tell strangers that. You don't just go run around telling people that stuff. I'm built different. 
I wouldn't. Me because personally, I wouldn't. For me, I I am open about my history because I feel as if I went through it for a reason. Yeah. So if I help, else. it's if I can help somebody else, and I do that. So, so I am open, but I I do recall a conversation that me and you had, mm-hmm. and I can I can tell you right now that it's deeply rooted, mm-hmm. and you don't understand how deeply rooted. It, well, you probably do, but it's not in the the forethought. You had a conversation with somebody about Iraq. And yeah, it no, took that's you a, back. Yeah, no, that's a that's See, an issue. No, I, but, I get but that. You also told me that you that. did not even knew. No, nope, right. you didn't even know at the time at the time that it was right. even an issue because right. of X Y Z. Right. So that's an example. But that's why I said I'm gonna go. I need to go okay. anyway. Yeah. Because in that in that aspect, oh, yeah. I got to go. I ain't got a choice. Yeah. I mean, just, so you that's something. Got a oh yeah, you, you, you ain't got no choice. Uh, <laughs> you got no choice. Got to deal with it. Yeah. So that's that was just that's just an example right. of right. someone not even knowing how it affects them until it does until it does affect right. them. So why not? If if you listening out there, you know what I'm saying, and you have access to resources that allows you to get counseling or therapy, why not do it? If it's not going to cost you anything, why not do it? It's free, my guy. Get out there and just have a conversation with somebody to see if there's something. If there's not anything there and you're good, good. Just move on. You didn't lose anything but a couple, maybe an hour or so, whatever. Maybe 30 minutes. It don't... I, Time doesn't matter in, in instances of therapy. I'm, I'm a big advocate of therapy because uh, it helped me out a lot. So if there's anybody out there listening that's that's teetering on the line uh, of talking to somebody or feeling if they, they're fearful of being vulnerable or being looked at a certain way because they wouldn't go talk to somebody, yo, it's healthy, it's a good choice, get out there, use your resources, man, get it done. That's all I got to say about that. Partner? You know, and then going back to vulnerability, I think part of the – reason especially as men that we are unable to even be vulnerable is really because you know it, it and we'll have this probably have this conversation on our alpha male uh situation that we got planned but um i think a lot of a lot of the issues with men come from other men mm. because we are trying to appear a certain way for other people Instead of just trying to be yourself in your own skin. Like I tell people all the time, like I'm, it is, it like I'm a water bag. I just am. It, it don't take, I, I don't know if it's, it don't take a whole lot for me to start crying. I'm a water bag. I, I, and I don't, and I don't care. Like I'm, I'm secure enough in myself <laughs> to cry when the situation warrants it. Whatever yeah. that, whatever that is. And for me, the situation is whatever that is. Mm. Uh, because everything is going to hit people emotionally different. So mm-hmm. I don't have I don't have that particular issue, but I'm sure there are other issues I have. Like, I mean, even, I, you know, so but anyway, I just think that it's hard for men to be vulnerable, especially because you are taught your entire life not to be vulnerable. You got to be tough. You got to be, be strong. Act like a man. What does that even mean? They act like a man. What does that even mean, though? Like, what? Mean, what is that? It yeah. means he look all like it, a man. It, it means it means bottle up all your emotional trauma until it explodes on somebody. Oh, okay, no. that's and being now you, that's and now you. Not what it should true. be. That's or, that certainly is what it is. Implied. You can you as you cannot show you can't show any emotion. You can't show nothing 
And that's what that's what young boys are taught. That's what the Marine Corps Unfortunately. Taught. Marine Corps does, does teach the, you that, Marine too. Corps but Marine, that. Marine Well, you learned that long before that. <laughs> you learned it long before then. The Emotional <laughs> damage. The Marine Corps might have reinforced it, but you learned it before then, my guy. All right. Let's wrap it up. Closing thoughts. Wrap it up, B. Who's the, who, who, you start, who's starting these closing thoughts? I guess I will. I guess I've been I mean, the guy. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it's all about growth. And today's topic today's is focused on emotional growth, emotional intelligence. Uh, take time to take care of yourself. A lot of people are moving. Life is busy. And they're just bottling up, bottling up a lot of things that um, I feel personally, my perspective, if you have the, the help available, why not? Why not seek the help? Don't get into a position where your back is against the corner or a back is against the wall and um, you put yourself in a position you don't need to be in, man. Go out there, get the help um, or just have a conversation with somebody. If you don't, if you feel as if you don't have nobody to talk to, that's what therapists are for. Um, Take that step. Take that leap of faith, man. Have the courage. Love you. All right. So. I mean, I would, I would say the same thing, man. You know, when it comes to your emotions, um, one, I would say you need, to, you need to know that you should be trying to evolve and educate your emotions. Oh, and then, uh, you know, un- unlike Calvin over here, find out your reason why you're, you're, you're doing it. Because here's, here's the thing, and like we said earlier, right, you're probably not going to know why you need to do it why you need to educate your emotions, why you need to evolve your emotions until you start down that road. Because again, if, if the exact same thing, if your response at 50 is the same response, you same response you had at five, then that's a problem. To me, that's a problem. You should be now. It doesn't mean you can't get the same level of upset about it. But how you deal with those emotions should have evolved. So even if the emotions themselves don't evolve, how you deal with those emotions that you do have should evolve over time. If you are evolving as a person, if you are growing as a person, if you decide that you want to grow as a person, then to me, that's what should happen. Your emotion or how you handle your emotions should grow along with you. And if they're not, are you really growing? Mm. You got anything? All right. So look, guys. Hey, if you got access, like like Twan said, if you got access to like an employee assistance program or whatever the case may be, where you can try out one of those free sessions, try out one of those free sessions. Go see somebody, go talk to somebody, because you never know what you're going to get until you have that first conversation. It feels so good. Mm, mm. Try it out. And we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>